Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Oh, shit. <laughs> so strong. Sorry. Well, I like how, how brazenly you ran into that brick wall. That was, <laughs> that was amazing. Sorry, I just realized I wasn't recording on the... Uh, the video uh, to the patrons. Meh. Yeah, who who needs them and their money other than you and me? Yeah. Oh my god, there's a giant fly in here. Oh, get it. Kill it. I do not have the reflexes or the reaction time for that. Try again. <clears throat> that was so close. <laughs> I nearly got it. That was really it. close. Yeah, you really put some you really put some real stank on some that one too. Chutzpah? Yeah. Mm, don't do that again. <laughs> Cannot promise that I won't. It wasn't offensive. I just don't like that. <laughs> I mean, it was offensive just for non-anti-Semitic reasons. It was offensive to my ears. <laughs> and actually, I saw it on a video and it was also offensive to my eyes. <laughs> and oddly, to the rest of my senses. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a weird taste in my mouth. Like, yeah, like it I definitely put a, a weird taste in my mouth. Yep. And uh, it smells in here now. Yeah. I don't know why. And I just don't like the way it feels yeah, either. No, I just. Ah, uh, fuck me. Uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man, I saw it. Wow, that thing is fucking huge. Fucking it's huge. Like, oh, my gosh. It's like you got a pterodactyl in your studio. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. It is really. For those listening at home, this is not made up. This this thing's massive. All right, hang on. Get it. Get it. This is supposed to be dramatic music. But also, you can't sue me because I'm making this up. It doesn't sound like another song. Fucking gone now. What are you whipping that with? What is that? Is that a shirt? Curtain? Stop scratching your balls in the camera view. Fucking gone. Yeah, it is. My life. The kamikaze of flies. I know as soon as Serum. I sit down, it's going to come back. Oh, it's shit. Oh, shit. It's me. back. Oh, get it. Get it. You get that, motherfucker. You get this. <laughs> you get this. That just made it angrier. I swear I hit it. You just made it angrier. Dun dun. <gasps> dun dun. This thing is not fucking around. Dun dun. Get it. Get it, get it, get it, get it. I got it. <gasps> no, you did not. Ow, Let me fuck. see it. Let me see it. I want to look this motherfucker in the eyes. I fucking got it. Yes. In your did fucking you really? face, big fly. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. You that's come into right. my house? USA. USA. <laughs> USA. <sighs> fucking time. I mean, it was a big enough fucking target. I didn't think I was going to have that much of an issue. Yeah, man. What a wild ride. Was, Thank you all, listeners, crazy. for coming with me on that journey. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought he had you. Me too. A couple of times there. His stamina was better than mine. And for sure. Yeah, yeah. And his and his ability to fly was also pretty good, too. Yeah, but it's in the name. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he really got you in that headlock, too. That was pretty good. Yeah, but I got him in that butt lock where the butt went through his head. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, and you show that fly who's boss, motherfucker. My name is Chris Trebo, alongside me as always is my co-host and king of the animal kingdom, 
Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Now, the thing is, people may be upset with me for uh, for killing an, a living being. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste any of that fly. <laughs> That's true. You will. You will eat every portion of that fly. I will. That fly will feed you and your family for four days. <laughs> well, it'll feed my family for four days or me for one second. Yes. The great Navajo tradition. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was offensive. No, it's. I just mentioned a thing. That has a tradition. They eat. They eat, food. They eat flies. Oh, that, wow. okay. I what see. A fucking racist. I see how you did that there. Nope. <laughs> Touche. You turned that on me, and uh, I gotta admit, I I lost on that. All one. right, you're in the penalty box for All the right. next two and a half hours while you watch Weekend of Bernie's Two. All right. Yay for the next episode. Chris is canceled. Oh no! Please no, because I'm gonna need you for uh, probably a New York Comic Con. Talk oh no! I still no no just till the end of this episode and then I'm uncancelled again. Oh great! Yeah yeah yeah. I was speaking of things that are reoccurring jokes. If I'll put jokes in quotes. Yeah, please do. Um, <laughs> I was just talking to Melinda about No Man's Sky, which is something we haven't talked oh about for a while. Oh my gosh! As of recording this, it's on sale in the PlayStation Store, and I was inches away from getting it. I might still. It's still on sale. Just There's a for few. A sentimental value? No, because it's supposedly really good now. That's what I keep hearing. So I don't know. You know what's weird? The other. Maybe like two weeks ago, out of the clear blue sky, I was walking down the street and out of nowhere in my mind, I said... We haven't talked about No Man's Sky in a while. <laughs> I don't know where it I came from. I explained to Melinda when I started bringing it up. I was like, do you remember me talking about No Man's Sky? And she was like, I remember you no. had it. Well, she was like, I remember you had an episode about it because she remembered the one where we watched the YouTube video that was like on the history of it and what had happened. Yes, that's right. But I was like, that's right. no, we had a weekly segment. segment of the drama of No Man's Sky. Oh, man, that takes me back to simpler times. Yeah, right. I was that was before child children. That was before the writer's strike. Yeah. Oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew, wait. Andrew. Before we get into that. Yes. Michael Gambon has passed. <gasps> yeah. Let's start with the Let's start with the sad, sad news. Yeah. Michael Gambon passed. And yeah, he was famous for playing Harry Potter. <laughs> he died at the age of 82. Yes. And he will be greatly missed. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he came into Dumbledore and, and like phrasing. That's a tough thing to fill. You know what I mean? Phrasing. Oh, thank you. I just heard it. I just heard <laughs> he it. came into Dumbledore and that's a tough thing to fill. Wow. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. J.K. Rowling has a couple of tweets about oh, it. Oh, very good. Thank very you. good. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. I yeah, it's. I mean, listen, that was a tough role to take on. After the first guy dies, but the first Richard guy Harris, is like, man. yeah, but Richard Harris, I mean, you see the first, cause Michael Gammon took over in what? Three. Yeah. I think the first two Richard Harris is like, you know, like when we talk about the Joker and we're like, you know, whenever you read the Joker now, Mark Hamill's voice is the one you hear. Like Richard Harris, you were like, oh, my God, it's Dumbledore. Like right. straight yeah. off the page, Dumbledore. It's a great choice. Along with like, you know, when you read the books, I don't know if this happened for you. You were a little older. So I bet it did. But when I read them, if you read them, I don't even know if you did. But I when have. I read them in school, I was like, you know, who should play Snape is Alan Rickman. And then I was like, you know, who'd be really good as um, Sirius Black? Gary Oldman. And yeah. like. It, it just it was so weird how it started happening. It just kept coming. Yeah, it just kept happening. Right. Yeah. And, and every, it was just like, oh, yeah, this guy's perfect for this. And Richard Harris was no exception. Right. But then the guy 
passes away after two movies and it's like who do you get yeah who do you get to fill in like the guy who looks and sounds like the guy straight off the page and you get michael gammon and and he does a great job with it i mean he takes you you disagree <gasps> that's what that no i was going to say i was going to say but i didn't want to interrupt you I think he does a better job. I think Richard Harris knocks it out of the park. But when I hear Dumbledore, when I think of Dumbledore, I kind of forget what Richard Harris looked and sounded like. I don't remember any of his lines, but I sure as shit remember, Harry, did you throw your name into the Goblet of Fire? Like, I I remember a lot of Michael Gambon's deliveries of these lines. They're extremely iconic. Well, he also brought, you know, it's I think it's really easy to play. A character like Dumbledore, which is like the the ultimate mentor, yeah, as like an idea, yeah, basically just like I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna look stoic, I'm gonna sound wise, and that'll Almost be my day. Like phone it in as a choice, yes. Like not like you're like lazy or whatever, like like you're you're um. It's not like you're Bruce Willising it or whatever, but you yeah. more like Bill Murraying. Like it's easy to Bill Murray it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. But but he brings this character to kind of life. Like he gives it, you know. Oh, there's something to this guy. There's like a past to this guy. Yeah. That like he's gone on some wild. That you will eventually you. see as played by um, the sexy Pope, whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, yeah, sexy Pope Jude Law. Dude law. <laughs> but he brings this character like a depth to it and kind of a a backstory to it that it doesn't you don't even need to have it really explained. You're just like something like this guy's lived. That's why he's the head of this school. It's not just that he's wise like this guy's gone through some shit. It's the same thing we were talking about with Ray Stevenson and Ahsoka a couple weeks back. Yeah. We're like. It's just on his face. Yeah. Like you don't know the backstory. You don't hear the backstory, but he's got one. It's there. And also he adds kind of like a twinge of like unhinged to Dumbledore. You're like, this guy's kind (laughs) of like that line that you that you love that you've quoted. Like, uh, like we've quoted a couple of times throughout this this podcast. And like, but it is like he comes in running on that line and you're like, oh, dude, like. What the fuck is going on right now? Well, especially like, since in the books, it famously says like he quietly said says, to Harry, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And like you a quiet throw your moment, name into yeah. the goblet of fire, yeah. right? Yeah, and he's yeah. This and you, that guy runs in, and you're like, "Oh, there's something about this guy that is like <laughs> this guy could go off right now." Okay, he yeah. looks all wise and everything. He plays that character really well, but yeah. this guy could fuck some shit up at any moment. Quick. At any moment, he's a little crazy. And maybe that's why he lives up in a tower somewhere. Maybe in the senile. Yeah. 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 He could be just going a little <laughs> off right now. Uh, and that's why they put him up in the high places. Can I tell you my favorite uh, Michael Gambon story? Yeah. Ian McKellen said he used to constantly be handed photos of Michael Gambon to sign. Yes. And he asked Michael Gambon one day. Does this happen to you? Do you ever get photos of me? And he's like, oh, all the time. And he's like, well, what do you do when they hand you photos of me? And he's like, oh, I just sign your name. <laughs> That's my Why favorite not? story. What does it yeah. matter? <laughs> who, who, who knows? Like, yeah. what is it? It doesn't matter at all. Like, just sign whoever. And honestly, a signature, you can't read it anyway. It could be anything. <laughs> Can you imagine how much a photo of Ian McKellen signed by Michael Gambon with Ian McKellen's name on it would be worth right now? If you could prove it. Yeah. Pretty well. Video of it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing is the nice thing is, yeah, you can do that because it doesn't make it any less valuable. 
You know what I mean? It's still a rare commodity. It probably makes it more valuable. Yeah. 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 I want Ian McKellen to be like, oh, fuck. I also signed my name on your photos. So I just signed. There's just and now there just will be a whole other sect of people who are like, wow. Did you know Ian McKellen played both Gandalf and Dumbledore? That's amazing. Look, he signed my photo and everything. Ian McGambin. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, listen, this guy also did other things. What? I don't know because I'm oh, I had a not whole a list, uh, and it was in the trash. <laughs> no, he was he was he was in a lot of stuff that I didn't see. Yes, um, he had a small role in the King's Speech. Oh. He was in uh, one of those one of those like one of those. <laughs> hang on, one of those you know what are those things called movies? Yeah, <laughs> he was in one of those movies. Yeah, he well he was in he was in the Singing Detective. Oh, yeah. He was in uh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Oh, he was in Gosford Park. He was in Fantastic Mr. Fox, Paddington. He was in Toys, the Robin Williams movie. It's one of my favorite Robin Williams films. He was? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was like a general or something. He's one of those guys that, like, I was in the second Kingsman movie. How unfortunate for him. Oh, he cashed the check. He was in a hail. Oh, that's right. He narrated Hail Caesar. Yeah. This is one of those guys that like is it well, you go on his IMDB and you're like, shit, this guy did a lot of stuff. And then you also realize like, shit, I've seen a lot of this stuff. <laughs> and then I'm like, am I a stupid person? <laughs> and then the answer is yes, I am. But for different reasons. But for different reasons. And the same reasons all together. But anyway. He died. He sure did. And that sucks. Yeah. He sure did. <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame his Ferrari flipped. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Yeah, he lost his motorcycle over Death Canyon. Guy was 100 years old and shot by a jealous lover. It was great. Should we get into some Let's realness? get into the episode. Andrew, it is the best damn day of the week. What it's the it? Tuesday news day. Oh, shit. I know, right? And that fly doesn't even get to enjoy it anymore because he's dead. <laughs> he enjoyed most of it. He enjoyed some of it, <laughs> but he doesn't deserve to enjoy the rest of it. Wow. And that's why you killed him. And that's, I think, what we should start doing with some of the listeners. I think we should start to really like pare it down. This should be kind of a squid game situation, and you should really be able to earn your way into listening to the Tuesday News Day. And if we don't feel you're worthy... We kill you. Well, we already started because that fly, one of our biggest fans. I know. Huge Patreon. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't have a lot of news, but do you have news? I do have news. Yeah. I have some news Mm. and you have some news. Mm -hmm. And if together we combine our news, then it makes for news. Makes news, Tron. Yep. And I'll form the head. You would anyway da, 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 da. sorry was that wait was that the right theme yeah it's it's the same like three notes as the indiana jones theme okay cool i was like <laughs> and i'm trying to think i was like is that also the a-team theme da, 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 da. yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't it's yeah anyway continue chris yes after 148 days the writer's strike has come to a close 
The WGA got nearly everything they asked for, which sounds great on the surface until you realize it has to come out of the pockets of these studios, the real underdogs. They're struggling just to make ends meet. To keep from filing for bankruptcy, Disney Plus is going to have to Photoshop all the nudity back into their films. (laughs) The CEO of Netflix, Ted Sarandos, had to cancel his Netflix subscription, which is fine. Actually, he only used it to put the office on in the background. David Zaslav is going to reshoot Batgirl (laughs) (laughs) just to afford the mortgage on his third summer home. (laughs) And don't even get me started on the effect this is going to have on the Ezra Miller damage control fund chris let's talk a little bit about the end of the wga oh my gosh oh man i love Uh, it also i wrote here you might say the wga bowled a strike let's hope uh that with sag and the marvel vfx workers we get a turkey before thanksgiving oh see then you then you turn at first it was bad and then you turned it around and then it was less so that was great (laughs) That's how I roll, man. That's how you roll, baby. <laughs> yeah, so it's finally... This is the second... Did you know this is the second longest writer's strike in history? Was the first one the last one? It wasn't. No? It wasn't. It was in the... I think it was in the 80s, I want to say. What was that over? (laughs) VHS. They got free lunches. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, This, honestly, I mean, I read... They released the deal, basically... And I read over it and, you know, what with my legal expertise and years of law school, I figured I was the expert to really break this down. Yeah, I agree. But it does look like a pretty good deal. It looks like they got pretty much what they wanted. Yeah, I was going to say, when I mean, just looking at it from like a volume perspective yeah. of like the percentage of how much they asked for, right. how much they got. It's pr- it's just it's about pretty everything. good. Yeah. The only thing I don't remember reading and maybe I just missed it is royalties to do with shows that were on broadcast that have gone to streaming. So like you're breaking bads or stuff like that. Mm. But again, I, I would assume that's in there, but we definitely got royalties for streaming shows. Residuals are going to be tied to a show's performance. So you're going to get a bonus if a show does well. Exactly. So, which also means that, you know, these streaming services are going to have to, in some way, start to reveal their numbers, Yeah, which has been a big thing for a long, long time. So, Money wise, it looks really good. The uh, uh, the, so there's kind of three components to this. There's the money, which is the residuals and and things like that. There's the AI, which they pretty much said like, no, you can't say AI is a writer. So basically, like you can't have AI write a script and then be like, we're paying you to punch this up. Uh, no. That's not going to happen. If you have an AI write a script and then you have someone punch it up, they're the screenwriter, which means all those the credit for the screenwriter and all the, you know, the pay that that union that the union says you get for being the screenwriter comes with that. You got to pay the guy no matter what. So if you want to use AI, you can, but you you got to pay somebody the amount of money anyway. So you might as well get a guy to do it. Yeah. Or a woman or sorry, a writer to a human to do it. I'm the one who did it first. Actually, I said a guy. Oh, thanks, buddy. You're welcome. So, yeah, that's that's fantastic as well. And I mean, as far as AI, listen, the thing for me with AI, with both actors and for writers, I'm like, Listen, if you want to use AI, that's fine, but you got to find a way to use it while paying us. That's really all it is. I'm like, I don't care. And this is we'll get into the actors in a little bit. But as far as like me as an actor goes, you know, I've done background on different 
movie sets and, and TV shows, uh, uh, TV sets and everything. And one of the things was they wanted to be able to scan me and then pay me a check for that day and then have me as a file and then use me forever. Well, you know, what's fucking weird about that. And we've talked about that on this show. That was part of the negotiation that didn't come up. Right. That wasn't like we want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, this is hey, the guys, offer. Yeah, right, right. Well, yeah, the WGA and SAG were like, hey, we want better conditions. We want more money for the people who aren't making money. We want yeah. to have access to better health insurance. And the studios were like. Well, okay, I hear you, but how about instead of that, we scan your faces, pay you a hundred bucks, and then use your likeness for whatever we want, whenever we want, without paying you anything. Yeah, and then everyone's like, "No, I don't think you hurt yourself because that sounds worse <laughs> yeah, than what much we're worse. saying." That's actually a step backwards. <laughs> it's but so I, weird. I've always said, and when it comes to that, I'm like, "Listen, if you want to scan me, scan me. I don't. That's fine, and pay me for that day. But then, and if I become now file, you know, zero 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 seven one two point JPEG or whatever the fuck a file is for my AI existence, a JPEG, <laughs> GIF. That's fine. And you want to use me forever? That's fine. Then just mail me a check. You know what I mean? Like every time yeah. you use my file, cut me a check. And then I'm just sitting at home getting a check. That's that's yeah. fine. That yeah, I don't yeah. care. That's basically what happens anyway, right? Like, that's what a residual is. Yeah, that's what a residual is anyway. So I'm like, just use every time you use me, that's fine. Just cut me a check. That's that's not a big deal. Because they have like a, probably 20 different takes of the same shot of the same, you know, scene that they will use however they want anyway like they're already using your likeness for one thing and potentially others if they use archival footage for something else and i get like from a cost effective perspective from the producers and i understand the idea of like why you would want to do that for you know for performers like in front of the camera i don't quite like a principal role i I'm like, no, don't do that. That's weird. But like for background actors and things, I understand that. Like if you can scan someone and then save the cost of going to a space and renting the space and setting up the cameras and doing all this other stuff and having to rent holding and and craft services and all this other stuff. Like that's fine. I understand what you're saying. You want to cut down on that cost and you want to make it great. Go for it. But then, but you still have to pay me every time you use my file type. Like, if you want to just digitally yeah. put me into a scene. And it doesn't even have to be this. I mean, for me, I think, I, maybe the, the unions would disagree. For me, it doesn't even have to be the full price you would normally pay me. 75, 60%, something like that. Right, yeah, because I'm not showing up. Like, if I'm not doing any work, but your likeness is still... Is, my, is, is how I make my living. Well, but it's also, it's, it is part of your product. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is like if you are like the best, you know, carpenter in the industry because you invented a tool and you've patented that tool. No one else can use that tool. They come to you because you can do the job better and quicker because you have this specialized tool. That is the act for the actor, their instrument, their body, their face, their likeness. Yeah. The body. Yeah. My face is my own face. Only I have my face unless you scan my face. Yes. And if you want to use my face, that's my property. Yeah, exactly. And I'll cut it off and I can mail it to you and then you can use it. Yeah. I saw Nicholas Cage and John Travolta do that once. Yes. Yeah. 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 I believe yeah. it was in a movie called, uh, uh, remove the face. Yep, it was cut your face off. Cut your fucking face off. Cut your fucking face off. <laughs> and the residuals they get from that 
are ongoing. Yeah. Because of that move. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, as far as, sorry, to get back to the writers though, like, yeah, if you want to use AI to write a script, and we said this at the beginning of the strike, like if you want to write Red Notice 2, and you're like, hey, chat GPT. Which the first movie felt like it was written by chat GPT. Right, exactly. And that's <laughs> that's why I'm like kind of fine. I'm like, hey, All respect you, to the writers. <laughs> hey, yes. But here's the thing. There are certain movies, and we know this now, like streaming services actually will say no to shows and movies because they're too good. Because they're like, we have a lot of high prestige stuff already in, in the development. And what we need is there's a term. It's some dog shit. No, there's a term for this now. And it's basic. I can't remember what it is, but it is basically we want to make product and content that. Is it like leisure content or something? But it's basically like we we want stuff that people will put on because they like to put Netflix on in the background. So like what we provide to the podcasting community. Pretty much. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it, and you can feel it. There are there are certain things where you're like, OK, somebody's getting a paycheck for this script right now. Yeah. So like a red notice too. Netflix is just going to be like, yeah, we just want people to like subscribe because of Red Notice 2. So chat GPT, write us a movie with The Rock and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds and they're thieves and there's a dog because dogs are cute. And then it punches it up. And I'm like, you want to do that? That's fine. And then you want to give it to a writer and be like, can you make this like a human did it? Like they like the way that they would talk. And that's fine, too. But you're not going to pay them. Especially you bring up a great point, too, which is sequels like. Even if you and I'm sure this is not, you know, in the the thing or whatever, like they've already said you have to get a writer anyway. Yeah. But like somebody wrote the first Red Notice. Right. And so, like, if you were just going to make a sequel base that is going to be successful, largely in part because of the work that someone else already did on a different film. Right. You have to provide compensation to that person for creating essentially two movies worth of. Well, you do. Yeah. yeah they. I mean, you have to pay the guy who wrote the first ones because it's their characters. Yeah. And so. But. Yeah, you can't. You just gotta. Again, I mean, listen. The strike is over, and they got everything they wanted. So it's, it's you know. I yeah, don't, it took I'm them fucking on. forever. Oh my god! But yeah, pay just pay the people. It's not that hard. And then the final thing was uh, writers' rooms, which is something that we hadn't really talked about, but it is a big thing. And I, I've talked to a writer friend of mine. Who was like, yeah, this is this is really hard because basically, again, for these streaming services, you get these eight episodes of television, 10 episode orders, things like that. And what they would do is they would basically get, you know, 10 writers in a room and they're like, spitball, let's let's hash out like a plot uh, for like a 10 episode arc for this thing right here. And then they do it for like a day. They work on it for like a day and they're like, hey, thanks for coming in today. Here's your check. And then somebody else goes off and just writes everything. And then they get, you know, and that's it. And the other writers are like, well, now I used all those ideas on this thing. So I can't take it somewhere else. I get paid for one day. I don't get residuals on this because I wasn't an official writer on this thing. This is not okay. So they they made kind of a minimum of like how many there's rules now to how many writers are in a writer's room for based on how long the show is. Uh, the only exception to this is things like, you know, White Lotus, which is written and like completely written soup to nuts by Mike White. 
Like he created the show. He writes every script. He doesn't do a writer's room. Um, and they were just saying, basically, I know those guys were saying, like, we don't want a writer's room. Like, please don't don't require me to have a writer's room because I don't use them anyway. And they're like, that's fine. But then everything else, you can't just bring 10 people in, have them spit all some ideas and then get rid of them and then bring like two people in to write a show. You have to bring in those people, which is good. It's just a way of like keeping writers employed and getting right and giving. And, and also it gives the writers a chance, younger writers, the chance to become more experienced in a writer's room and become better writers. You know, in the long run, this helps. Well, and that's another win that they got is entry level staff writers will now get paid when they write a script, yes. which evidently didn't happen before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. So, yeah. So that's great as well. Again, this is all like that. That portion of it I was excited about because I'm like, this is good long term. Yeah. This is going to get us better movies and television. Yeah. Long term. It's better for the writers. It's better for people who enjoy watching entertainment. Yeah. That one was baffling to me because I'm like, do you not see producers how this actually benefits you? Yeah. This one above everything else. The residuals thing. It baffles me to no end because these people are rich yeah, and they can afford to pay people what they deserve. But from a standpoint of like humans suck on a general basis and people are greedy. I understand why they were trying not to do it for sure. But this I'm like, you don't want to make people better because eventually those people run out. Yeah, it's an investment. Yeah. Eventually the good writers then die. (laughs) They're old. And then the new writers are bad and you have bad stuff. Because they haven't gotten experience. Which is how you get red notice. Right. Which is how you get red notice. And that's why you have. And this is why you have to get things written by AI in the first place. Yeah. It's like it's a no it's it's a no brainer to me. But right. anyway. Do you have anything? Do I have. Oh, uh, any stories? You're like, yeah, but I'm fucking. Because you said this. you don't have much news. I I do have uh, one specific. Uh, why the writer strike, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah, this is kind of interesting. So the Golden Globes. Added two new categories. Really? Yes. Blockbuster movies. And the recorder. Who plays the recorder the best? Yes. And it's always going to be you, Andrew. I know. My third grade experience is finally paying off. It's about damn time. And stand up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Golden Globe for cinematic and box office achievement. So it says here, all right, I'm just going to read this right off the article. This is from bu- 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 Variety. Cinematic box office achievement. Uh, achievement. 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 Mm, delicious. <laughs> uh, eligible nominees will be among the year's highest earning and most seen feature films that also deliver creative excellence. So basically, Barbie's going to be the first winner of this award. I can call it right now. What is Read it again. What is it? Okay. Eligible nominees will be among the year's highest earning or most seen feature films okay. that also deliver creative excellence. So what is this is so weird. So this is like not only did you make a great movie, but also people liked it. People saw it. Yes. Yeah. So okay. basically like the Oscar bait movie of like I, and I understand. I think this is a way of getting viewership. For these award shows? See, I was going to say, is this a way of bringing in, finally bringing in, like, superhero movies that crack, like, a billion dollars? Well, I think what they're trying to do is they're like, first of all, the Golden Globes 
you know, didn't haven't happened in a little while because yeah. they basically weren't a thing anymore because people were like, hey, your board sucks. Yeah. Which also, side note, another article came out and apparently that's not true anymore. Apparently they're pretty diverse, according to them. <laughs> according to the 10 white guys that are on the board. That are on the board. They're like, hey, we got some other people here, too. Yeah. They can't talk, but we're telling you that they're here. Yeah. Yeah. They can't come to the phone right now. But they're here. Yeah. Yeah, it goes into more detail about this one. Titles must have grossed at least $150 million during release, $100 million of which must have come from domestic box office. Okay, that's not that much. No, it's not a high, it's not a huge bar to hit. Yeah. So basically, I think what they're doing with this is because the Golden Globes haven't been around for a little while, and most, and even before that, people stopped watching them because yeah. they would look at it and go, I don't know any of these movies. I think they're trying to get viewership to come back again. So they're like, hey, if we make... Because basically what was happening was you'd have the big blockbusters, you'd have all the superhero movies, you'd have, you know, your your Barbies and stuff like that. And then come six months time, you get the Golden Globe nominees and it's, a, it, and it's The Whale and it's Moonlight and these smaller films that are clearly going for the awards, but nobody goes to see. Right. And it's like... Well, nobody cares about this stuff because I, nobody's interested in seeing Here's that. one that's slightly worse, but you liked because you're an idiot. <laughs> right. But so they're like, OK, why don't we give it? A, and then you can watch a movie that you cared about also win an award. It's so pandering. It's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I, you know, on some in some regards, I'm like, OK, I could get behind this because I'm like, right. Because now there's been a skewing of like, no, there's. The very dramatic and very Oscar worthy and, and Golden Globe and award worthy film, you know, film. And then there's movies and they happen in like July. Right. OK, but question. Yes. Is one category at the Golden Globes going to be enough to get people to sit through the Golden Globes to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League win? I guess we'll have to wait and find out, won't we? <laughs> won't we? Um, the yeah. other one, and this one I really am excited about, the second new category, best performance in stand-up comedy on television. So, a question, okay. because I'm one of these people who uh, doesn't really watch the Golden Globes, one of these idiots we've been talking about. Yeah. Did they just put stand-up in a different category before, or did stand-up never win anything? Uh, they were. They would be in variety... I think they would be lumped in with also... Is it like comedy and musicals? Yeah, it wouldn't be with, like, the movies. It would be on the television side of the... Because the Golden Globes do both. They do TV and movie on the same night. Right. So they would be with, like... I think they're with the award sh- the other award shows. Or they're with... It's fucking doing a thing again. What the fuck? That was amazing. I put a thumb up and it made... Stop <gasps> doing that! Do you see that? Yes! It's putting a thumb up every time you put your thumb up. God damn it. Not this again. I hate this. Why in the... Is it doing it for you? You're the one looking at me. I don't see it for you. I'm a little jealous. I hate this. <laughs> I really hate this. What if you put a thumb down? Oh! <laughs> it does do it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm right here. Birds. Yeah, wait. There's not enough room on my side. No. Can, do this? No. Nothing? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I was waiting for it to say Jesus. In the <laughs> just a prayer sign. Um, prayer emoji. Just, yeah. Just gives me a halo and wings. Happy birthday, Chris. Don't you fucking dare. I swear to God. Oh, God. Wait, I'm, what if you say it? Happy birthday, Andrew. 
Why would it give me balloons if I said happy birthday? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Right. But it's not doing anything for me. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. Let's anyway, go back to comedy. Yeah, let's go back to, yes. Both trying to make it and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Instead of this horror. Uh, so, yeah. So, I think they were lumped in with um, other, like, concert films. or not, But, like, concert specials and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I think, uh, who, like, Colbert lost to, like, Barry Manilow one year or something like that. Amazing. Like, so they, they've always been, like, lumped into, like, variety is yeah. basically what it is. It's like reviews. Right. And so now, basically, with, between HBO and Amazon and Netflix and everything, and they release so many comedy specials every year, it's like, these guys got to have their own category. Yeah. Because there's too many to... There's there's too many to not, which I think is great. It's weird, though, too, because it's coming at a time where like stand up comedy is evolving into something else as well. Where like like I still haven't seen it yet. And I'm talking a little bit like him now. But um, John Mulaney yeah. has like a one man show that recently came out. That's like kind of comedy. But it's also like a lot of other stuff. And there's like Mike Birbiglia has something like that, too, that I think is called like my girlfriend's boyfriend. Yes. Or something yeah. which is about him getting into a horrible accident and a car crash. Yeah. Um, and like nearly dying and stuff. And there's jokes in it. Like right. that's because these people can't help but be funny. Yeah. But how do you classify that? It's, right. So yeah. I'm I'm very interested in what gets nominated. Like, for example, the Bo Burnham inside on Netflix. Like, yeah, he's a comedian. Yeah. He's a stand up comedian. Where would that fall? Basically. Right. Here's the thing. Yeah, I don't know what the requirements are. I don't know if it has to be like would inside count because it's not done in like there's no audience with an audience. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Fascinating. So I don't know if it has to be done in like a live setting or that's what I mean. It's like this feels like it's 10 years too late, 20 years too late. Yeah, (laughs) I, I am. I will say I am excited because I think this will give a lot of comedians kind of a boost that they may not get. Otherwise, because there's a, a ton of comedy specials out there and there's some that are absolutely great. And if you're someone who like kind of knows comedians and follows that, you'll know them. But there's a lot of other, a lot of others who have specials out and they're fantastic. And to the average person, they're like, I don't know who that is. But to be like this guy got nominated for a Golden Globe for this special. Who is, you know, they don't do because there are a lot of comedians who are comedians. They don't do movies. They don't act. They're great comedians. Yeah. And the fact that you can give that, like nominate them for an award. It's it's great. I think that's going to boost a lot of those guys. uh, Yeah. There was actually just some uh, a story that came out recently about uh, David Letterman when he auditioned for the movie Airplane. Yes. And everybody was talking about how he was hysterically funny and everybody loved him. He said they said he made friends with every single person in the in the crew that day. But he just wasn't an actor. He's like, I'm not an actor. Even he was like, I'm not right for this. Yeah, he was like, I didn't do very well. But but everyone agreed he was hysterically funny, super charming. So like he's worthy of some kind of recognition for the uh, talent that he has, the technique that he has. But where does that fall? If there's no category for that, there should be. Right, exactly. And and so I'm really excited to see who gets nominated for this. Yeah. Uh, Especially for the first year, but I'm really excited to see. Who's the first person to win? Who's the first, yeah. Even just who are the first five to six that they nominate? I I really want to see who can get nominated. I feel like the first like five or six will be some pretty big names. And then from there, I think it'll, 
it'll get really well, interesting. It, does, it also depends on who's coming out with a special that year, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I also don't know now that they've just added these categories. Like, when does this start? I guess it's it, does it go back? Yeah, I don't know. To the beginning of the year now, I they're guess. Gonna, yeah, they're going to retcon all the past yeah, Golden gonna, Globes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're gonna, yeah, I think they're going to have to just they're going to it's going to be one night of like 50 just of the stand up comedy awards and they're just going to go every year and they're like and the Golden Globe goes to Eddie Murphy yeah. and they you know and then he comes up and he has to but they're like but you got to come up in the red leather suit yeah. just so that people know what year this and is and also uh, because we need more ratings we're going to have somebody slap you we yep. don't know who it is yet yep yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, that yeah. works you know for the Oscars yeah. with what's their faces Chris Rock and Will Smith so but also if you have any uh, ideas if you have any one you'd like to offer the, yeah. to slap if you, you have anything extremely offensive you'd like to say to anyone's wife yeah let, let us know yeah right in ahead of time i feel like what they're gonna do is get up and be like and the winners of this new category for all of the past golden globes is uh steve martin so uh go. yeah he he won them all <laughs> they're like bill cut well <laughs> you know what? sorry <laughs> uh, i'm sorry hold on uh actually let me Let's go back. Who who else? Yeah, sorry. Uh, 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 Louis C. No, no? no, he. Oh no, he did what now? Okay, my bad. Uh, let's try this. Oh, let's try this one more time. Harvey Weinstein. Wait, he wasn't even a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Fatty Arbuck. Wait, what? That guy? Yeah. You got it. Wait, hold on. Oh, God, there's a spider here. Ah, what is going on with bugs? In our recording areas. Honestly, that spider has been making its way across this wall this entire time we've been talking. And then I... No, making its way downtown. Deedly, deedly, deed. I was, oh, I was like, what is the next lyric? Downtown. Homebound. Yeah. Yep, that's what it is. That's, a, that's literally the lyric. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a homebound. If I do unending eye contact and I just do this, is it creepy? I think yes. It yeah, it is. That's, uh, but that's fun. Let's see how these pan out. Yeah. And let's see if the Golden Globes are still around in another three years. Chris. Yes. The Spider-Man spinoff film Silver Sable looks like it might be getting canned and people around the world are all saying the same thing in response. The what now? This information comes just weeks after we found out the Bad Bunny-led El Muerto film was also dead in the water, which also had people asking, no, really, what is this? But don't worry, because the Craven film is still on, which has people asking, is this like an Onion article or something? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I wrote here, I honestly don't know if I forgot about this or if I never knew about it to begin with. Did we know it's about this? I think we did. Did we ever talk about it? I can't I, even I have remember. no idea. I have no I memory of this. I don't think we did. Yeah. They, they didn't even have a cast for this. Did they? I, 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 I don't know, man. Yeah, man. I have no idea. They had a writer. That's where this is coming from. They had a writer, and then the writer left the project. And then someone asked them, like, hey, do you know any? Is that still going on? Did they get a new writer? And she was like, Buh. I don't know. I didn't even know I was the writer on the first one. Yeah. I just. No clue, man. Yeah. I uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Silver I almost said Surfer, Silver Sable is uh, we we have a we have a, a an ongoing joke on this show joke I'll put it in quotes because it's absolutely real, which is um, if you have a team of super people and you add a guy with a gun and he's like normal, like he fits in, and he's yeah. just a guy who has a gun. If he's just a guy with a gun, 
And he's the guy who could get it all done. Yeah. And if he doesn't then, stand out as like a weak link in the party, then you don't have super people. No. <laughs> and uh, Silver Correct. Sable is just a guy with a gun. I mean, it's not a guy. It's a woman. But she's she's just a gal with a gun. Just a gal with a gun. And uh, that's it. She's like a mercenary in Spider-Man. Oh, is that what she does? Yeah. Sometimes good guy, sometimes bad guy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I got to say this for Sony. At least they canceled it before they announced who the weird lead would be. <laughs> But we don't even know if it's canceled. It's just sort of out there. It is. I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess Taylor Swift isn't going to be this now. I guess that's what it is. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. this is uh, just Sony. Just wipe your slate clean. Just don't even just don't have that. Yeah, Just hit the reboot button. Just do it. That's I think that's the better idea. I I mean, bring in James Gunn. I don't even know what this is such a. This is not a dig on you. This is such a non-story. No, I agree. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, like, yeah. why would you even announce this? I understand there's certain movies when they're like, we're canceling this movie. You should announce it because people, you know, you cast like Big Bunny in something. Did you say and then Big you kind of have to know. What did I say? You said Big Bunny. Yeah, Big Bunny. It's what is bad, it? What's his bad, name? Bad, bad Bunny. Bunny. Whatever. Fuck. Who gives a shit <laughs> who this guy is? Who gives a hot damn? <laughs> like Big Bird. No, big Bird. <laughs> Got God. a Big Bird right here for you. Oh, yeah. Skype does nothing for that. <laughs> oh, I'm getting good at it, aren't I? Fucking hell. If I do two, do two pop up? <gasps> Holy shit. No way. Fireworks? Oh my gosh. Little known fact. If you put two thumbs up on Skype, fireworks go off. You guys have to get on the Patreon, please, for the love of Christ. Oh my gosh. Wait, is it going to do it again? Ready? <laughs> yes! What happens if you do two down? Oh. <laughs> is that the balloons? Yeah, no. <laughs> Just fires of hell come out. <laughs> oh, a rainstorm. Oh, so sad. Oh my God. So sad. Anyway, let's please get back on. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, it's a nothing story about Bad Bunny or Big Bird or Silver Surfer. It's a nothing story. And that's why I'm pulling this with the thumbs up thing. Yeah, it's just it's just nothing. This is a nothing story. And honestly, on film, I'm sure she's a great character in the comics, but on film. She's fine. But that's the thing. I'm like, this is a nothing film. This is a nothing character. Well, and that's what I was going to say, too. Right. It's like, why did Sony think it was a good idea? To exclusively reach into their bag of D-list characters that nobody gives a shit about. Right. And try to give them their own movies. I mean, Craven's kind of an exception, but like El Muerto, Silver Sable. Right. The Aunt May. They had an Aunt May movie going. Well, Madam Web. Like, nobody yes. gives a shit. Well, here's the thing. If you pair up Craven and Madam Web as shit as I think both of these movies are going to be. Like, side by side, those are two very different characters. So I'm like, okay, so you have variety, right? But Silver Sable is a woman with a gun. Craven is a guy. But it's very clear that that's not what they want. They don't want variety. They want, like, the same old shit that you've seen a thousand times. Well, the other, but the other thing is, it's like, you're going to give me Craven, a guy with a gun. Then you're going to give me Silver Sable, a woman with a gun. I'm like, that's the same movie. Well, and it looks like Madam Web is going to be that too. Yeah. It's going to be, she gathers together a bunch of people and then a guy with a gun. They're going to make the Sinister Six and it's going to be a bunch of regular people with guns and Morbius the Dracula. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> five Proud Boys and, and Morbius. Yeah. And she's like, this is, a, I, I've, I think I got on the wrong social media site to, <laughs> to recruit these people. Um, but yeah, this is, this is so pointless. It's really, and again, I'm like, why even tell me that this was canceled? Yeah. No one knew this was still going on. Everyone forgot. Again, nobody said anything. Somebody just asked about yeah. it. Yeah. And then it's just like, this is such a non-movie. It's such a non-movie. That's what we should have now. This is a new category of thing. Non-movie. Is this a non Is this a movie? From now on, whenever we get hear an announcement about a movie, we should just ask, is this a movie or is this a non-movie? Yeah, this is a non-movie. This is a non-movie. It's such a non-movie that I'm going to uh, skip ahead and say, Chris, do you have any other news? Um, Apparently, this is very... Very, very tangential. But apparently, Taylor Swift is rumored to actually be in Deadpool 3. Did you hear this? No. Okay. I'm, kind of, I'm trying to avoid the Deadpool spoilers. I thought you were trying to avoid the Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift spoilers. Spo- I, am. I mean, that yeah, too. Yeah, That's yeah. impossible. I know. It really is. There's rumor that she's going to be Dazzler in oh, Deadpool 3. Oh, that's a good 3. choice. Yeah. yeah. So there's uh, the rumor is because... Okay, all right. You don't you don't know anything about sports or? No, it's because she's dating uh, that baseball player. The football player. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> big bunny. He's on the red team. Yep, he is on the red team. Good I job. Know. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, the rumor. Okay, follow me on this. The rumor is she's dating Travis Kelsey. Right. That's not a rumor. So far, it's a she rumor. Is. But she keeps showing up to games, which really, why would you do that what? unless you're dating this person? But anyway, we're not going to turn this podcast into a Taylor Swift podcast unless the numbers start to Can skew. We? Yeah, I would actually and like that a I'm lot. And then I'm totally fine with it. I'll yeah. do it. Sure. Why anyway, not? what's the rumor? Anyway, the last game, one of the last games she was at, there were a couple other celebrities there as well. Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, and Sean Levy, the director of Deadpool 3. And then they also tweeted out a photo of them. And then Sean Levy said something like uh, in the caption, um, this is nice, but wish we were shooting our movie right now. But he said our movie in this photo of all of them. And now the Internet has lost its God damn mind. Can you imagine how much money Deadpool 3 is going to make if she's in it? Oh, <laughs> forget it. <laughs> that is they, you know how they say there's there's a four quadrant movie. It's going to be a fifth quadrant. It's just... And all of them are Taylor Swift. And all of them are Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm fascinated to see when her movie comes out. Oh my gosh, it comes out in like two weeks. Do actually. you want to see that instead of the creator? I think we... I've thought about this. <laughs> I've, I've thought about it. I've really toyed with this. But also, there's no way on God's green earth we'll get a ticket. The creator Swift Eras tour? Is that the new Barbenheimer? Creator Swift? The creator Swift. Swift creator. No, it's the creator Swift. Do you want to fucking fight? Yeah, you want to go? I yeah. I almost killed a spider. I you killed, killed a fly. fly. So that's true. That spider, but yeah, but that spider was pretty crafty. It was pretty fast. It wasn't faster I mean, I than a fucking fly, my crawl. dude. Have you seen the Jeff Goldblum classic, The Fly? Have you seen Arachnophobia with Jeff Daniels? Yes, it was one. Of, I think it might be the first movie I ever saw. Oh, that explains so much. I know. I'm terrified of spiders. And Jeff Daniels. And Jeff Daniels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, there's no reason to be afraid of spiders. Oh, but there is of Jeff Daniels. See what I did I guess, there? Yeah, yeah. There I can't go. even drink Jack Daniels anymore because it sounds so much like Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Uh, that'd be, I mean, cool. Great. If she's in it, 
Awesome. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's that's the great thing about the Deadpool movies, right? Is that nothing, nothing matters. matters. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, here's the only thing I don't like about this. If she is in this movie, then we are going to. That means you can't play the Dazzler. Well, slow your roll, big guy. Yeah. And it may be in a different universe. Yeah. yeah. When they reboot this thing, they'll come a calling. Well, okay. and also, like, all the universes are going in and out. Exactly. But the problem is, if Taylor Swift is in an MCU movie, or Deadpool 3, which seems like an MCU, is, a, is an in-betweener, maybe? Yeah, probably. Every fucking MCU movie from here on out, people are going to be demanding to put Taylor Swift in it. And I just... Yeah, including us. Don't have the energy for that. I do. Until next week. When we launch our brand new Taylor Swift <laughs> podcast, everybody. What would our Taylor Swift podcast be called, Andrew? The Media Lunch Swift. Fuck, you nailed it in one, bud. <laughs> you really did. And I'm so proud of the you for that. The Media Swift break? Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Sarah has an idea. What? Swiftly Becoming the Best Podcast. <gasps> it's a long that's title. That's slogan, yeah. too. Swiftly Becoming the Best. Swift, okay, yeah, that's uh, a slogan. That's a sl- Swiftly Becoming the Best Podcast. You could shorten it. If you want that as the title, you could shorten it down to Swiftly Coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's sheer brilliance. Their fa- her fans would eat us alive. Yeah, the Swifties would absolutely revolt. <laughs> and yeah, be worth I it. am here for it. Bring yes, it on, absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Joke's on them. It's my fetish. I'll be swiftly coming. <laughs> oh my gosh. Could we? Oh, now I want to make a mock Taylor Swift podcast. Yeah. Just to anger Swifties. Do it. They're perfectly fine people. I don't know why. I've met I'm several one of, them. of her fans. I can name base. three of her songs, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, actually, do it. Oh, fuck. I didn't think you'd actually call me. <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet, is that, does that count? Yes, it is. It's that the, is. I know the song. I don't know. That's yes, the hard part is. is the titles, right? Yeah. Um, the, um, fuck, uh, there's this sick beat. Shake it off. Yep, that's two. Uh, Here we go, baby. You can do this. I'm going to bring this home. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You got this. You got this. You got this. Stairway to heaven. Nailed it. Nailed it every time. I knew it. I knew you had it in you. Yeah. Wait, let me yeah. see. Hold on a second. Sarah, yeah. can you name three Taylor Swift songs? See how fast she does it. Uh, no. <laughs> She's like, no. That's how fast she did it. She's like, no. I can't. Whoa. You not, I really not, think if I got more time, I could do it. I could sing you some lyrics, but I could not name them. See, that's what I was saying. The hard part is finding the titles. Andrew named three Taylor Swift songs. He is, he is such a Swifty. Andrew's younger than I am. By about five years, I would say. At this age, does that make that much of a difference when it comes to Taylor Swift? Actually, no, I'm not. I mean, three and a half. Oh, three. He says three and a half. Three and a half. He wants you to name three and a half songs. No, <laughs> he's saying three and a half years difference. He's just showing off. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. She's just sitting here and just standing in the doorway. Eating. Three and a half inches is what I meant. Sorry. For our podcast, Swiftly Coming. You know what she's doing right now? She's standing in front of me just eating chicken nuggets and french fries. You could do the same thing. Are there any french fries left over? Did you make extra? I didn't. I just made enough for me. You're the worst. Jesus Christ. I didn't eat and have vertigo. Oh my God. There's a fucking ant on my wall. What is happening? Oh my gosh. It's coming for the fly. It doesn't. It's its best friend. It's going to attack. Why are there so many bugs everywhere? God damn it. 
All right, let's wrap this up before I get eaten alive by all the bugs. Yeah. Chris, it's time to lock the door, light some candles and break out the rag you keep by your bed because we're young, dumb and, and we're full, full of trailers. Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's full of tailors. So uh, first one I have is all the light we cannot see. Did you see the trailer for this? No. It's a World War Two movie about a blind girl who is broadcasting radio to people about the Nazis from her home. And they keep trying to find her to shut it down and to like bomb where they think it's coming from. But, uh, but they, they have some difficulty with that. It's got, um, Hugh Laurie, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. And no one else that I know. Think she punches a Nazi. Yeah, absolutely. I'm almost certain. Yeah. Then I'm uh, next trailer we got was next goal wins mm. the Taika Waititi soccer. Oh, is this the yes movie with Michael Fassbender? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, looks good. Uh, this looks, looks funny. Yeah, this looks good. I'm interested. Again, it's a non Thor Taika Waititi. Yes, it's an original sort of. Yeah, I think it's based on a true it's story, but it's like not a franchise. Story. Yes, so. I'm down for this. I'm Jojo Rabbit here. was based on a book, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I'm I'm down for this. I want to see what it what he does with this. Yeah, me too. We also got the trailer for uh, Argyle, Matthew Vaughn's yeah, new film. Yeah, yeah, which looks interesting. I, that looks really interesting to me. Actually, I, I'm really kind of I like what I see here. I think it looks fine. It's I'm like okay, you took something and you kind of turned it on its head. I'll I'll go along with this. I'm, I have a feeling halfway through it's going to turn into. Formulaic is all hell, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Uh, we also got the trailer for something. I, this is probably the thing I'm most excited about in this list. I and also I doubt that you saw the trailer. Blue Eye Samurai. No, it's a an animated film. It looks like it's an original for Netflix. Okay, it's about a young woman who there were four. She says four white men who came to Japan, it seems like a very long time ago. It seems like it might take place in feudal Japan. Yeah. These four white men arrived. One of them raped her mother. Whoa. And that's how she was born. And now she's getting revenge by seeking out these four men. Ooh, I'm watching it right now. I'm loving it. It looks fucking fantastic. Oh, man. Great cast, including Wing Na Wen. From Book of Boba Fett, yeah, yeah, Stephanie yeah. Sue from Everything Everywhere All at Once, Kenneth Branagh, Randall Park, Brenda Song, George Takei, Masi Oka, and Maya Erskine. Yeah, I'm all for this. Looks fucking Wait, fantastic. This looks, yeah, this looks great. When is this? Oh, out? and it's from the writer of Logan. Yeah, that's what I was just looking. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Oh, it's a. Oh, it's a series. Yes. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. Oh, Michael Green. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so did the other Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. Cool. This looks amazing. I know. I'm so stoked for it. This looks really, really good. The last trailer I have is one Toxic Avenger. Oh, that was the other. Yes. I was like, there is another thing I wanted to. Yeah. Okay. I saved the biggest one, even though I'm most excited for Blue Eye Samurai. Samurai. The biggest one is easily Toxic Toxic Avenger. Avenger. Yeah. So looks fucking brutal. It does look fucking brutal. I mean, we didn't get much. It definitely gives you the feeling of like, oh, we're going to make an old school trauma film yeah all over again with that cut footage and the you know yeah 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 didn't see anything of, i mean he's in it but you don't see his face you don't see dinklage's you don't see what the character looks like 
Just a, just that silhouette that we've seen, seen stills of. And then he cuts a guy's mouth off. Mm-hmm. And other things happen, too. It looks bloody as hell. I saw an article that said that Peter Dinklage is in this movie. Correct. There it is. Yes. Toxic Avenger remake director reveals Toxie was not actually played by Peter Dinklage. Oh, really? So he's just voicing it. Well, after yeah. That. Uh, Peter Dinklage's role in the film turns out while Dinklage does play a pre-transformation Winston Goose, he is not the person wearing the costume and the grotesque prosthetics. They hired a whole different actress for that is what it says. Interesting. During an interview with Bloody Disgusting Blurvy, it's not Peter. It's a tiny British actress named Luisa Guerrero. She's Portuguese, a complete badass, 110 degrees 30 pounds, oh, 110 degrees, 30 pounds of foam makeup, motors all over her face to move the eyebrows and stuff like that. Oh, now Dinklage did perform all of Toxie scenes on tape so that Guerrero could memorize his voice inflections and movements for the movie. The filmmaker went on to explain how they went about bringing Toxie to life. What she did was, and this is why I got so excited talking about it, Peter performed the whole movie on videotape as Toxie, just himself, but making the choices, delivering the lines, physical choices, how fast he's running all of it. There's a video version of him just in a white room playing the whole movie. Louisa takes those tapes home, memorizes them, and studies them. She plays Teletubbies and Oompa Loompas. She's like a physical performer. So she's studying his gait and his timing, his pauses, his line delivery, all of that. She replicates that on set. And then Peter, six months later, comes back and reinterprets the voice based on what she did. So Toxie is actually Louisa playing Peter with Peter's voice playing Louisa. I don't know what any of that fucking means. I understand what they're saying. It seems really so it's her body so okay so he taped himself in a room i mean we've all been there (laughs) that was we'll talk about next week on swiftly coming he taped (laughs) himself in a room doing all the scenes for toxie in the movie right like doing a full-out performance of this yeah as if like he's like if i was in the costume and the makeup this is what i would do right does that she gets the tapes she watches them the night before memorizes not just the lines, but like literally how he says them verbatim and his movements and everything. Then she comes in the set the next day, puts on the costume. And when they yell action, she repeats how he does it exactly how he does it on the tape. So like when his voice goes up, her voice goes up. That's yeah, yeah. And then they bring him in for ADR and he re-records his voice over top of hers Got it. to match the mouth and everything. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. This kind of lets me down a little bit. I'm a little it disappointed. It really does. I didn't know this. This is kind of a letdown. This is. This really is. I'm like, you know, I can respect if you're like, I don't want to do 20 hours of makeup, but... Then don't do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. either this is this is one of those movies. Either do it or don't do it. I agree. This is, you know, it's not a it's not a, a Guardians thing where it's like it's not like, uh, you know, because they knew they were going to mocap somebody to be Rocket. 
Right. Sure. But that's a whole different. Like we're literally like taking a person's body out and morphing it to yeah. a tiny raccoon. Well, and I was going to say, because you can't fit somebody into a suit the size of a raccoon. Right. And so, yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, you could get anybody to do that and then have Brad, a big star like Bradley Cooper come right. in and do the voice. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. But this is like you perform this already. Yeah. And then somebody else does your performance and then you re-perform it again. Like, why would you even just get in the makeup? It'll take less time. Yeah, it'll be less work. Uh, really? I'm more confused on the producers and the director. Like, well, it sounds to me like it was probably Peter Dinklage didn't want to do it. That's right. the reason Peter most Dinklage of this didn't want to get into the into the cost, into the makeup and everything. Right. And I'm yeah. like, I guess I understand you want like a big name for your for your movie. But like. This has You've already be got Elijah Wood and Kevin it's Bacon. Gotta, right. I'm like, this has got to be a, a headache, really. Yeah. And I appreciate that they casted a, a little person. But it, when it comes to this, I'm like, that wasn't... It's not integral to the character. You can do something else with the character. Also cast a different little person. Yeah, like if you but that's want what that. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. that's important to you, but yeah. It's I'm not like, like he's the only little person actor that exists. No, like, but I'm like, if you're going after a name, yeah. I like that you went like, no, whatever name we can get. But again, there's already a ton of names in it. Yes, but I'm like, you can get a different name that is willing to go like, no, you know what? I'll get in the makeup. Let's do this. Well, that too, yeah. You know, just yeah, ask Hugo Weaving. Yeah. He'll do it. <laughs> He'll do it. I'll, t- you know, I'm going to text him right now and ask him if he was willing to do it. Hold on a second. They told him no. How do you like that? They told him no. They told him no. Yeah, he asked. He was like, I don't even want to. Can I just be? You know, what actually would have been fantastic. Yeah. If they got a completely different, like six foot five actor to play Toxie. That would be incredible. I was. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the thing, right? If you can't fix it, feature it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if he doesn't want to get in the makeup, get like fucking get Dwayne Johnson to be Toxie. Toxie yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Peter Dinklage is the pre-Toxie the version. Yeah, and he just changes completely. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be, funny. be kind of hilarious, actually. Yeah. Yeah, this does... Yeah, this is kind of a letdown now. Now I'm less excited yeah. about this movie. I know, I me too. honestly give a shit now. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Life sucks. It's hard being you. It is. It is hard being me. You got spiders crawling around. <laughs> I still haven't found it. You got Swifties what, coming after you. Still... Uh, oh, man. They're going to beat down this door. And with you. True. True facts. <laughs> True facts. Swifties hate those jokes. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. You know how I know? Because I hate them and That's I'm a Swiftie. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. All I right. can name three Taylor Swift songs. Yes, you can. Could you name a fourth one? <laughs> you know what's crazy about this? I Don't know try- I made a joke. I know. I No, hang on. I know I made a joke about the third one and I picked yeah. a one that was clearly not. I must know more Taylor Swift songs. Uh, of course. There's no to. way I don't, right? Yeah. No, it's in your DNA now. Well, I live in America. Like, That's what I I'm have saying. to know That's pretty much five, yeah. at least. I could probably, if you played all her discography, there would probably be 20 on there that I recognize. Yeah. If, uh, okay. Does she do I'm the problem? It's me. It's me. I'm the problem. It's do. Yes. Do, do, yeah. do, do. Whatever that song is, that's a fourth one. That's uh, <laughs> I think that's anti-hero. I sure, think it's anti-hero. Yeah. The only reason I know is because Alexa kept bringing it up on uh, or some. Ra- it, it was in the the algorithm for some reason in my house. Yeah, and it just kept popping up. Yeah, 
whatever the kids would play, yeah. eventually it got to Taylor Swift. Yeah, it always does. Yeah, it usually does. It's always fun <laughs> to count how many songs we get there. All right, can you name boyfriends of Taylor Swift? Tom Shittlestain. <laughs> that was one I didn't even know. Oh, really? I knew that one. Yeah. Um, football Man. <laughs> uh, not confirmed. <laughs> it is by me. Yeah. Who else does she do? She's dated so many people. So chances are you're going to be right if you just name another person. I was thinking about that, that I could probably just take a stab in the dark. I mean, Hugh Jackman is single now. It's true. So he'll get his chance. Uh, I don't know any others. Yeah, it's not worth it. Anyway, this has gotten into a weird section of discussion right now. (laughs) I was going to say we uh, it's in a weird place and... This episode is already so long. Harry Styles, Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Lautner, John Mayer. Oh, yeah, baby. Joe Jonas. That one I expect. Mm hmm. That is. There's so many. Good for her. It's quite a list. Most of them have albums about them, I think. Oh, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Yeah. Wow. Why not? This guy's name is Jordan Alford. What a stupid name. Drew Dunlap. It's a bad name. She dated two different guys named Drew. At first, it was going to be like, I wonder if that's a thing that she did. But then I was like, well, when you date enough people, uh, yeah, eventually there's, there's going to be again. some overlap. Yep, yeah, for sure. Oh, hey, Andrew. Yep. Hey, Andrew. Yep. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, they can find me dating Taylor Swift eventually, but they can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash the media. Oh, she's left me for you. <laughs> That was quick. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your album, though. You know what's great, though? I was the third Drew. <laughs> SoundCloud.com slash the Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Twixer. I want a Twix now. Where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube.com slash the Media Lunch Break. You can find us on TikTok. We have merch on Teespring. Check that out on Twixer. There's a pinned post, a, a pinned tweaks. Twix? Tweakers? Twixer? A pinned X. Yep. Anyway, it's there. Just go there. You know what I'm talking about. XXX.com. You can also find us on Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can, find it, you can send us an email at TheMediaLunchBreak at gmail.com, or you can visit our website, which is www.TheMediaLunchBreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Now, who's dating Taylor Swift now? What? Oh, man. I, I can't wait till my album comes out. These jokes are straight up from, like, 2005. Yeah, they are, which means they're <laughs> fresh for us uh yeah as andrew said you can leave a rating and a review and then you can leave it right in app it really does help this uh, by the way if you leave a five-star rating you can leave whatever kind of review you want in there that's a true fact he's right this week if you leave a five-star rating rate if you leave a you know what i'm saying a, a master what uh-huh. if you leave a five-star <laughs> rating uh in the review box just Put, I am now Taylor Swift's boyfriend Because chances are by the time you write it You will be It'll be right at some point in your life That's true <laughs> Broken clock is right twice a day You know what I mean <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, So here's the thing uh, This has been the best damn day of the week It's the Tuesday news day Next week It's going to be the creator And Mark Millar's nemesis But here's the thing And possibly uh, Birds of Prey If we you know if we have the time and you have the time and there's the time. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Second issue is out, by the way. 
if you get a chance. And if you don't, that's okay too. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. The reason that we might also do Birds of Prey is because someone sent it to us and was like, hey guys, you should check this out. And that's how, that's, that's what we want you to do. If you have uh, an idea, if you're like, hey, I got a reading assignment for you guys. I just read this thing and I want a, an opinion from both of you on it. Send it over to us. If you are like, hey, you guys should do an episode on this. Taylor Swift. Send actually don't don't fucking I'm not even gonna toy with this don't even Swifties I swear to God do not write us and say just do an episode on Taylor enough is enough not everyone has to talk about her okay that being said we might do an episode on Taylor Swift yeah. anyway but here's the other thing uh, if you are a creator if you made something if you wrote a comic and you or you made a film or you shot a pilot yeah I said it that way who's gonna fly the plane. Then send it over to us, okay? <laughs> the plane, I'm saying. Send it over box. to us. We'll fly. Send it to us. If you're like, hey, I made something. Can you put some eyes and some ears on it and give it an episode? Do it. Send it over. We'll talk about it. We'll send people towards it. Like I said, next week is going to be the creator, then Nemesis, and then after that, Tuesday Newsday again. And then after that, there was something I was going to do. Well, it'll come to me. Hey. Look at us. You and me. <laughs> and you know what? There it is. Look at that. We made a thing. We made a thing. We made a thing. That's how easy Nobody it is. Nobody can say we didn't. No, you're damn right. They can try and take it from our cold, dead hands. And I welcome that. Yeah, all, all six of them. Yep. But they can't say that we didn't do it because we did it. Yeah. We made a thing. And that's how easy it is. So if you're out there, yeah. go make a thing. Go out and do something now and make a I thing. I made a thing and I unmade two things. It's true. It's true. A fly and an ant. Do they equal each other out? Yes, they do. Yeah. 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 And I almost unmade a spider, which may not, may or may not still be happening. I'm not sure. Let's see how this plays out to the end of the episode. But anyway, uh, there it is. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, there it is. You know what's really frustrating about that is I'm going to cut all this out, and so no one's going to be able to see it unless they're on the Patreon. Well, there you go. There's a reason to get on the Patreon. Yeah, I want to look it up, but also I don't. You know what I mean? Like Take I like to be. Supr- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just people laughing. And it's just it's a laugh track. Yeah. A laugh track. Yeah. 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 You think it'll applaud for me somehow? What do I got to do to get applause? When you were born, it ruined my life. <laughs>